why do you think you have anger management issues? So, Michael. Well, the story of this is that this podcast was meant to be recorded last week, but we had a lunch with too much excitement, and then we had a 90-minute window which we could record. But you thought that was not enough time before our next appointment. So we instead just went to your house and we're playing some Mario Maker. And then we got a phone call saying, oh, sorry, guys, whatever. Let's push it off till seven. And I was like, so this is okay now, is it? And you were like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like, well, so we could have recorded then. And then I was quite pissed off. And you were like trying to appease me and said, okay, fine, let's go back and record. And I was like, no, no, this is going to be the worst of all possible worlds because now we've still got 90 minutes, but we're at your place, not mine. And this is just going to end in tears. I'm already pissed off and I'm still going to be pissed off at the end of it. And you were like, no, 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 let's try, let's try, let's try, let's go, 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 go. And so this is probably too much information, but it ended with me being really pissed off. Like, I haven't felt such emotion for years. In, in a way, it's good because, you know, I'm either dead inside or now full of righteous fury. And that's not changed in the last week. <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm back to being dead inside, so it's all right. The fires have faded again. I'm just back to like, another day, put one foot in front of the other, drink my expensive coffee. You don't, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exaggerating. It's fine. No one got punched. No one got headbutted. But it was considered. You did consider it. I think it's funny that you have no recollection of this. I can't remember exactly what I said, but following us attempting to get back to my place and me saying, this is ridiculous. You know, we've now got 45 minutes and we're still half an hour away. We're going to get to my place and immediately turn around and head straight back. This is dumb. And then you were like, okay, fine. Let's try and salvage something useful from this trip. You need to buy new work clothes. Let's go to Zara and buy you some work trousers. And you were just like handing me work trousers and I was just carrying them in my hands. And I was, I said something like, you're lucky my hands are occupied, otherwise I would punch you. It's like, I can still headbutt you though. And you were like, shit, I've misread the situation. <laughs> we need to get out of here now. I remember that bit. Yeah. But you know, I just talk big. I wouldn't actually punch you. This is actually something that's gotten me into trouble a few times. It's like the whole stacked thing where my usage of the English language is just, you know, the way my family talks. There's nothing to be ris- misrepresented there. You're just, you're verbally threatening me with violence. <laughs> Oh, come on. I don't really mean it. It's like when I say, I'm going to cut you, you know, <laughs> no one's really going to do that. Come on. But you put that on Twitter and people are going to take that seriously. Yeah, that's because they're all like, they're all like delicate flowers. Fine. I wouldn't say that to someone I didn't know. You know, you should be honoured. I'm threatening to punch you. That means I like you. <laughs> and then there was a moment where I decided to buy you Starbucks. And I, I wasn't sure if I should give you like a cup of boiling water. And I thought, is this a good idea, Ting? If he reaches for it, I'm going to be ready. I like the way you, yeah, you, you bought the same drink as me in self-defense. I think you were trying to diffuse the situation by offering me a caramel frappuccino. And I was like, Ting, you're only making this worse. It was fine. It was fine. But yeah, I was livid. I personally think I was justified. Obviously, I haven't gone into any of the actual details of the situation. I felt like I was slightly justified with being pissed off with you. But I probably was more pissed off than I should have been. So... And I was desperately trying to create a reality where you'd be happy. But regardless of what I did, it seemed like you were just going to be unhappy. (laughs) There was no reality where I would be happy after that situation. You pissed me off with your your foolish timekeeping shenanigans. I think it's like 
at work, they had the inspirational quote of the day in the coffee shop. It was something like, you're not old until regrets replace your dreams. And I was like, so you're saying I'm old then? Fuck you. And I was like, oh wait, this is probably not how you're meant to read it. But that's how I feel. But that's like, I read it in the negative perspective as well. They're not the only one. That's right. I don't know who they think their clientele is. Soulless corporate automatons. They should know better than that. Is that a private coffee bar? It's a private coffee bar only for employees. Yeah, corporate needs to revise their messaging. That leads us on nicely to your expensive coffee today. You've said that you don't appreciate high-end coffee now. We were walking past and I thought, there's some fancy hipster coffee place I've never been to. Let's try it on the way back. You were only drinking decaf, I think. Yep. So you were trying to to not drink coffee, whatever. I just got a filter coffee because I looked at the menu and I was too intimidated. I was like, uh, I'll just have a black coffee. And then I drank the coffee and I was like, hmm, I just quite want a strong, bitter coffee. And this tasted like, I think I tried to describe it to you as like eating a mouthful of colourful pebbles, like the sensation of wine tasting bullshit. I don't know. Have a go at at describing it then. It's just vaguely fresh and floral at the same time as being bitter and caffeinated. But yeah, I just want a black coffee. I just wanted like a black coffee. I didn't want to eat a mouthful of jade and amethyst or whatever the hell it was. Was it expensive? No, it was like three pounds for a small cup. That's quite expensive really, isn't it? For a filter coffee. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Considering it just came out of like a bucket. Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, it's not that bad then. No, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It was was a perfectly fine cup of coffee. I was just thinking, oh, maybe I should have just got... Well, I wouldn't go out my way to get another coffee from there. I should probably try the espresso coffee from there, because I think that's what they're famous for. But I just, like I said, I looked at the menu and was like, I don't know. Pressure to order something. How can you be intimidated? Surely you were the intimidator. I was just confused. I looked at the menu and I was like, okay, I can get a single double espresso or a macchiato. And I was like, do they do any milk-based coffees? Because I was thinking, should I get like an Americano or should I actually get like a latte or a flat white or something? And I was looking at the menu and it only appeared to have espresso or macchiato on it. I was like, I don't really want to drink an espresso right now. I kind of wanted to actually have like a longer drink. Oh, that's why I just got a filter coffee. Okay. There you go. This is a boring story. It started out all exciting with me threatening to punch you and it ended up with just pretentious coffee drinking and sad corporate messaging. Why did you think this was a good idea, Ting? We wanted to talk about anger management. We can go back to anger management. You're that angry. I don't know. Do you feel like I have managed my anger better since then? You haven't done anything to make me furiously angry since. I've not second-guessed you so far today. What's that supposed to mean? Are you scared of me now? If there's like a knife lying around, I might just like... Subtly move it away from you. It's all fun and games, Ting. I haven't actually done... Until someone bleeds. I was just very sad. I was just very sad and full of angst. I was just full of, like, existential angst. I think I felt like being a teenager again. I was full of, like, fury and feeling I could do nothing about it. You can talk about how you need, like, a room for this and how you shared this with someone else. I was talking to someone on the way to the retro gaming local multiplayer meetup, and they were telling me that they were just so pissed off and... They wanted to go to one of these, they have these anger rooms. I think it's a thing in Japan. I don't know if they have it anywhere else where 
they will just let you go into this room full of like really delicate crockery and give you a baseball bat and just be like, go nuts. And you just go and smash everything in fury. And that's what you needed then or need now? Uh, I think that's what I needed then. Like I said, I'm kind of just meh now. I'm back to no fire or passion or drive for anything again, except crushing it. And this. And this point. Well, actually, it's quite funny because you were like, oh, he's still free today. And I was just like, oh, I'm not sure I can be bothered to record today. I really wanted to record last week. Today, uh, I can take it or leave it. You fucked up last week. I'm done. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just trying to emotionally manipulate you. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not that hard to manipulate emotionally. Really? Okay. I think so. I'll take some notes. How about you? What about your character flaws? I'm a pushover, you said. <laughs> You're he said, you're too nice, Tink. Actually, no, you're a pushover. <laughs> no, I was joking. i sorry, you're right. I couldn't help it. I was just being, I'm being a horrible person this week. I've been really bad. I actually have been really bad. I do recognise I'm being really bad, but it's just so funny. It's just so funny, which is actually a terrible thing because I, I let my rage get the better of me last weekend. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Ting. I shouldn't have done that. You know, you're too nice. And you were like, yeah, as long as you recognise I'm too nice. And then I was like, yeah, you know, when I say too nice, a synonym for you're a pushover. Lol. <laughs> I was only joking. It's fine. I'm not. I am sensitive, but but not that sensitive. I'm just joking. I'm messing with you. I'm trying to make light of the situation. I don't really want to punch you. Are you going to only put any time on it, or is that a forever statement? You'll never punch me ever and always. Well, as I also have said before, no one really punches anyone. Come on, come on. When's the last time you punched someone? Never. Never. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've really punched anyone either. I headbutted someone once, but that was also just fun and games. Was there blood? No, come on, it's at school. It's at school. And they were like a foot taller than me. <laughs> Where did you headbutt them? In their sternum, because that, that was like appropriate height. This is the sort of thing that happens at school. And you're not doing any damage, really? No, no, no. It was all fun and games. It was like a playful headbutt with maximum force behind it. They did absolutely nothing because they're a foot taller than me. You know, I mean, if you think I'm short now, imagine me as like a 10-year-old or something. It's not that bad. They're not growing either at 10. Oh, they were huge. They were like six foot something. A ten? Not a ten, it's true. Yeah, it's probably a bit later. Yeah, I was okay at ten, and then 12, 13, I was well far behind. Well far behind. Such is life. Can we start? I wanted to go straight in. What is this? I needed to give you a piece, otherwise you might have, like, headbutted me. <laughs> Can't headbutt you, there's a microphone in the way. <laughs> I don't think he'll stop you. <laughs> like, <rah>! Fury, <laughs> like, fuck you in your timekeeping. What is this bullshit? <laughs> so, so we can't be 15 minutes late, but it's okay to just be 19. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's like, give in to your anger, give in to the dark side. Yeah, but unfortunately, I can't force push anything. This is Hulk Mike today. Hulk Mike. That would be amazing. Imagine if my rage allowed me to do feats of great power. That would be great. For you and no one else. Yeah, okay. And I'm Ting. Just some pushover. So you're, you're Ting the pushover. I'm Michael the angry... I'm going to go with Hulk Mike, Mike Hulk. Don't know which way around works better. Or neither. You're wearing green today. I am wearing green, yeah, you're right. So I'm the incredible Mike. And <laughs> you're Ting the pushover. <laughs> Okay, anyway, welcome yeah. to Lost Levels Club. Welcome to Lost Levels Club. What do you want to start with? I think you should get the book club thing out of the way first. Okay. So, 
we finished Bioshock. I really wanted to play Earthbound, but then I thought it might be a bit heavy because it's 40 plus hours long and on the Super Nintendo. But I had made the effort to cut it up into five chunks so we could break it up and talk about it in some checkpointed fashion. But then you actually like raked me over the coals last time about, you know, where's the commitment? Are you going to play the Bioshock Infinite DLC? Are you going to play it? Because I mentioned it offhand. Oh, maybe I should play it last time. And you were like, oh, where's the commitment there? It's like, that sounds like a real commitment, Mike. And then we got an email to say, would you kindly play Burial at Sea? And? A man chooses, a slave obeys. So we're playing Burial at Sea. (laughs) (laughs) So we're playing Burial at Sea. Um, You're a slave for once. I'm a slave for once. Like one of the common folk like me. I'm a wage slave. Is that is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Johnson, at Blue Tie Casual, once again. So there's two parts to it, parts one and two. You've actually already finished part one for once. You're way ahead. I haven't even started. I haven't even installed I haven't even bought it. It doesn't it's not an effort for you to catch up. Yeah, so I think it's fairly short. We're going to play part one for next time, which is about three to four hours long, I think. Yeah, it's not very long. And then we'll talk about that and then do part two the week after that. So Burial at Sea is the book club game. Okay, we can move on. Yeah. So what angers you most this week, other than me? Or disappoints you, actually? Actually, it's not the angers, it's everything disappoints you. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, my anger is really tinged with disappointment. I think... I was only able to sustain rage for, what, two to three hours at most. But you don't understand intensity. It was like a rage singularity, and then I was back to being very disappointed at everything in the world again. What do you want to start with? My disappointment with No Man's Sky or my disappointment with Mario Maker? Well, let's start with No Man's Sky and build up to, to Mario Maker. Yeah, because, you know, they're different. One is just like, I, I had no expectations, and you somehow managed to fail to meet even that. And then the other is, oh, I have so much hope for this. And then my hopes are dashed. So No Man's Sky, I didn't expect it to be very good. It's not very good. We should keep you away from the children. (laughs) What? Before I... (laughs) This sounds terrible. What are you trying to say, Ting? Crush their hope and dreams. Yeah, okay. That's acceptable. Go on, No Man's Sky. How much have you played? Actually, I've not played very much. I only played a handful of hours. It's okay. There's just not very much to it. It's actually... It's literally exactly what I said in that episode that we recorded but never released, which is a shame because I would have been really uh, on, you know, point. on point had we actually released that episode. Is it like a year ago? It's literally a year ago. Around a year ago. In my journal, it said episode minus two of Lost Levels Club. So what did I say I thought the problems would be? It's procedurally generated, but what are the parameters of that generation? You may have what, 18 quintillion planets, but they're all going to be the same. There's only so many you can see before it's like another one of these. There's nothing new to see after the first, what, handful. Very much the case. And also the creatures. The creatures are just randomly gluing together the same few body parts over and over again. And you get, oh, this is, I actually did send it to you, didn't I? That YouTube video. So I saw this, I saw this on another friend's blog, Pixel Grotto, but they linked offhand to this. This is sums up No Man's Sky, and it so sums up No Man's Sky. The the fantastic promise of it, like welcome to Jurassic Park, and the soaring music, duh, 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 duh. 
and all the dinosaurs and then yeah so it, it creates a whole scene and there's that pool of water and there's like a brachiosaur yeah there's there's the promise and then there's the reality it's it's only a 30 second youtube video i would definitely put it in the show notes you definitely have to watch it because in 30 seconds that sums up no man's sky reddit is obviously ablaze with no man's sky more like one man's lie sean murray what are you going to promise us next but he's still promising so no we're still going to fix it we're going to add in buildings we're going to add in i don't know i doubt it to be honest because I, when I was, we were talking about it last year, we, we we compared it to Interstellar and how it could recreate moments like Interstellar. But I was saying, but it couldn't because are those within the parameters of the algorithm? It's very hard to make, you know, what is exciting are things you've never seen before. But either the algorithm is going to be creating wild stuff all the time and it's going to be completely mad, but then you'll get burned out on it. Or it's going to create things within some very lockdown parameters, but then you're never going to get those fun surprises like the planet with the massive tidal waves or... Uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, it just really doesn't deliver on any of the promise. There's no story to it as such. There's no cohesiveness holding it together. It's literally get to the centre of the galaxy and then... Well, actually, I won't say any more. I mean, it's spoilers, but... Yeah, there's there's no depth to it. There's literally no depth to it. I saw you just running across a planet for 20 minutes not doing anything. And that's literally what it is. I, yeah, I tried just walking away. I just started following waypoints and I eventually ended up being half an hour away from my ship. And I was like, oh, I can't be asked to walk half an hour back. I'm just going to keep going until I find a way to call my ship because I know there is one. But it just was a massive, 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 massive drag. So it doesn't fulfill those four points it wanted to achieve, which are like fight, survive, trade and explore. You can do all those four things, but there's just no depth to them. You can fight, but all the fights are trivially easy. You can survive, but surviving is literally a case of go and drill this rock and put it into your survival box on your suit. Okay, I'm done. The trading is completely farcical. So on space stations, there's like a trading point and you can use a computer to trade and there will be ships that land you can trade with them. But there's no economy. It's just randomized whether this person will buy for this price or sell for that price. So all you have to do is just wait for someone to show up who will buy it for twice as much as you bought it for. And then again, explore. It all looks the same. Very quickly, you'll have seen every archetype of the rocks, of the creatures, of the terrain generation. Did you play with the languages? Did you try learning anything? Again, there's just no depth there. It's like a fine replace. Oh. It would say, you now know the word for this. And it's like, okay. And when you next talk to someone, it will just find and replace all the words in that language. Okay. I, I, you know, I can't even really sustain much annoyance with it because, to be honest... This is what I expected, and I bought it anyway, because I just wanted to be part of the zeitgeist of complaining about it. Okay, so you had a missed opportunity a year ago because you didn't publish it, but you can look forward and say, can they rescue it? I don't think they will. Can or will? They will try to, but they can't. I don't think they can, at least on PlayStation, because it would require such an extensive rewriting of the game. In order to fulfill their original promise, what exists there right now is like an alpha. Early access. The thing is, they had to get it out the door. It was a very ambitious product. They had to get it out the door. I don't blame them for getting it out the door. And at the end of the day, financially, I think they've probably done really well out of it. Maybe no one's playing it now. They've all put it down after a few hours. But 
who cares? They sold X million copies at 60 bucks each. Financially, they did amazingly out of it. So, fine. Really, at the end of the day, it's a business, which is sad, but true. And they promised all these things. They could not deliver on those promises. They must have ended up with a game that had 60% complete of all the things they wanted to do. And it's like, well, you can't ship a game where it just doesn't work 40% of the time. I need you to 100% complete the minimum features. So they did, and they got out the door. I don't know what it's like where you're working at the moment. Well, actually, I do know what it's like to work there. But where I'm working right now, we've got the, you know, there's the phrase, you've just got to get it over the line. It may not be perfect. It may not be what you dreamed of, but you've got to get it over the line. And that's what they had to do. And they did. Will they ever go back and make it better? I'm not sure they will, but eventually somebody will. What does that mean? Another game? They'll either make a No Man's Sky 2 or maybe Star Citizen after X hundreds of millions of dollars will eventually, because Star Citizen, they're basically just building the entire universe. So eventually Star Citizen's going to do it. Have you seen the video of landing on a planet in Star Citizen? No. So I think Star Citizen's eventually going to end up being No Man's Sky. The way it's going. Oh, you, you believe in Star Citizen? Not, well, I didn't until this latest round of videos. I was like, huh, I guess if you give a studio a hundred million dollars, they can actually make something. I don't know. They, I'm not sure about Star Citizen, but I kind of already written off the money I gave them anyway. So how much did you give them? Uh, I only gave them like 20 bucks. Oh, oh, you're not one of those who. Game no, I'm not like 14,000 in the hole or anything, like those crazy people. I just, I gave them enough for a digital copy of Star Citizen whenever that first was. Are you satisfied? Unlikely, but I can ask. Satisfied with what? Oh, w- with what you've said. Yeah, I think that's, I've said enough. We haven't talked about procedural generation in general. That can be a topic for another day if anyone's actually really interested. Okay. Can we move on to Mario Maker? Mario Maker, which is obviously the opposite of procedural generation. That's community-created content, lovingly handcrafted Kaiser levels, which will make you scream and laugh. Let's let's talk about what, what makes a Kaiser level. I, I can't... What does Kaiser actually mean in Japanese? Can you remember? No, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to look this up very quickly. Insert some lift music here. According to Wikipedia, Kaizo just means hack, like a ROM hack. I thought it went something either like asshole <laughs> or <laughs> or rearrange or something. Or maybe rearrange and ROM hack are, are synonymous in this case. There is a genre of Mario Maker level called Kaizo, which is based on a Super Mario World ROM hack called like Kaizo Mario World or Asshole Mario World in English. I think the ROM is often called. It's a ROM hack of Super Mario World where all the levels have been redesigned just to be complete ultra bastard hard and and literally trolling you. Like every level is a massive troll. So they, they call them Kaizo blocks where they'll put... You haven't played Super Mario World, have you? You haven't played any of the 2D Mario games? No, but we plan to. So in the 2D Mario games, you know you've got the question mark blocks and you hit them and like coins pop out or mushrooms pop out. You can have invisible question mark blocks, so they're there, but you don't see them. But when you, you know, jump and you hit one, it will just appear. 
And in Mario World, normally, they're usually there as like hidden power-ups or hidden paths through the level. But in Kaizo, they often put them just in your way. So there'll be like a really long jump. You need to do a running jump and they'll put one right on the edge. So if you do what you'd expect to do for running jump, you'll just smack your head on this invisible block and fall into the pit. And people will be like, fuck. So Kaizo is just really difficult, elaborate troll levels. And you, you love them. I love, I really love watching people play Kaizo levels on Mario World. And then when we were at your flat, before my rage meltdown, you know, maybe contributing to the rage meltdown, I was trying to play this Kaizo level called Carl of Booty Black Crocs 2. I don't think it was contributing. You were. I was really enjoying that, actually. I think that's the, I think I was pissed off because you're like, no, no, let's try and record. And it's like, I'm trying to do this asshole Mario level, you know, now. I think I've already written off recording and now you wanna, I was pissed off. You're only gonna make it worse. You should just let me like hit my head against this Kaizo level until I like flame out. Let it be clear that I did give you the option. Really? I don't think so. I think you were like, no, no, let's go. Let's go. Let's try and make it better. And I was like, going to record this is not going to make it better at this point. It's because you're unsatisfied with both outcomes. Well, I was unsatisfied with both outcomes, but I think you picked the wrong one. I think you backed the wrong horse there. I can accept that. Anyway. Anyway, I was trying to play this monstrous Kaiser level where at the very beginning of the level, you've got less than one second to throw a power block to catch a boot and then land on it. I think I think the longest I managed to stay alive was five to six seconds. But it was really fun. So only 11 people had completed it. Only 11 people completed that out of several tens of thousands of attempts. And it was a 0.1% completion rate. 0.01%. But you're having a whale of a time. The two genres of Mario Maker level that I'm really enjoying watching are the Kaizo levels and puzzle levels. So people are doing these... Well, they don't have to be one screen, but often one screen puzzles where they're using the game mechanics in really clever ways. I mean, I think the thing is, these are two kinds of level that you don't really get in the main series Mario games, but they're using the engine in really creative ways. It's like, oh, this is something fresh and new. They don't do the puzzle levels, I guess, because most people, well, what are you looking for in a Mario game? I think that's the thing. Uh, There's lots of, like, there's lots and lots of levels that are just really bad in Mario Maker, but there are all these levels that are really good that people are making too. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. So, I mean, I'm really interested in Mario Maker, but I don't really want to buy a Wii U, especially at this point, given the NX is just around the corner, though I think the NX is shaping up to be a massive disappointment as well. But we'll see. Maybe they'll surprise me. You were the one who actually really, really wanted Mario Maker, because I actually was not that keen about it before. You kept going on about how it was going to be so great, and I was like, I don't really see it. Have we flip-flopped now? Because you're kind of... Yeah, I'm off. I'm not so keen on Mario Maker. Because you own a Wii U and Mario Maker, but you just never... No. It's because they're not fully... They're not fully fledged levels in in what I expected, I guess. Because like you said, there's... There's really good, these Kaizo levels. They're really good, but I want something that's for medium-skilled players. I think, in a way... It's because I've played a lot of Mario games before. I've played all the original games that Mario Maker is based on. And so I've kind of had my fill. I'm kind of post Mario now. I just want, you know, it's like, it's like these ridiculous, like modern art things. It's like, yeah, we can paint things that are beautifully realistic, but I'm now going to paint a load of triangles. You know, it's like, oh, it's so deep. It's like that. It's like, yeah, you could play this beautifully crafted and well designed Mario level, but instead 
I'm going to make you throw a block at a boot and die in five seconds for half an hour. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. We should totally book club game a original Mario game at some point though. But yeah, so I don't own a Wii U, but I really want to play Mario Maker. And I was so excited when, late at night Hong Kong time, there was a Nintendo Direct. I didn't even realise there was a Nintendo Direct, but I just saw on Reddit, Mario Maker 3DS announced. And I was like, Mario Maker 3DS? It's like, oh, it's it's not going to be the same thing though. I bet it's going to be some cut down version. And they're like, you can play the levels made on the Wii U. You've got the full-fledged course designer. The only thing you don't have is the mystery mushroom. It's like, oh, well, allow the mystery mushroom. So that night you were happy because I got that text message. Yeah, I was like, Mario Maker 3DS. I can play Mario Maker. I already have a 3DS. I can play it on the go. I can. It's going to be great. And then... Come the morning. Way to fuck up a good thing, Nintendo. So I watched the stream afterwards and... They've just put these arbitrary restrictions in that are so dumb. So you can make levels, but you can't share them online. You can only share them by local Wi-Fi or street pass. Maybe this is great if you're like a school kid, but who else do I know who has a 3DS and who's going to have this game? You know, how many people do I encounter day to day with my 3DS on street pass mode? Well, none because I don't carry it with me. I bet this makes perfect sense in Japan, where loads of people just have a 3DS and carry it with them. No one carries a freaking 3DS, you know, in the rest of the world. Maybe at Comic-Con or something. Any con, yeah. But day-to-day, I certainly don't encounter... I, I certainly don't get any street pass hits, you know, in the lift at work. I, I So, you can't share your levels online, thanks a lot. And you can't choose what levels to play, either. You can play most of the levels that have been made on the Wii U. They say not all of them will be compatible, but you can't choose by course ID. They're saying, oh, and in the spirit of spontaneity, you can play 100 Mario and it will, the 100 Mario challenge and it will download levels for you. And it's like, I want to pick the level. It's like, no, 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 it's spontaneous. We'll pick levels for you. It's like, I want to pick the level. Stop trying to hold my hand and the same thing it's like in the same way we try to make a global community with mario maker on the wii u we're trying to make a local community here you can use street pass and like go fuck yourselves i'm gonna make my own mario maker with blackjack and hookers sorry this is a few trauma reference you probably don't get either i mean if anything this has actually inspired me to try and make my own mario maker which i'll probably think about for another couple of days and then forget about again still i was very excited and then very disappointed so you're not going to get it I don't know. Well, we'll see if they completely flip-flop, because I think the reaction from the internet has been, wow, Nintendo, you had one job, and you somehow managed to fuck up what could have been an amazing game before it even released. So maybe they'll do some furious backpedaling. I doubt it. Or they'll patch it in later, who knows. Because they managed to fix Mario Maker as well. Yeah, because Mario Maker, again, was also really ham-fisted at first, wasn't it? Yeah. There's no way to search courses, there's no way to pick courses, there's no way to follow people. They eventually did add these things in. So maybe they will be like, oh, okay, we hear what you want, fine. Because if you can't select courses, what the hell are you playing? That's why I realise it's going to be total garbage, because basically all of my Mario Maker YouTubing has been watching one guy, Carl Sagan 42, is that how you pronounce it? I think so, yeah. And he is extremely entertaining. He makes very funny kaizo levels and he also plays a lot of kaizo levels and puzzle levels every now and then he will do super expert challenge where he will try just playing super expert mode and the levels are just such garbage he's like is this going to be a good level 
No. What a surprise. <laughs> like, every level is complete garbage. It's like, they've all got, they call them troll doors and it'll like pick a door or pick a pipe where you just end up and there's three doors and one of them will complete level and the other ones will kill you. No checkpoints. You're like, good luck getting back here again. Also, I can do future arm references. Can you do future arm references? One of the few, <laughs> few things I can do, yeah. So, so when I said, I'm going to make my own Mario Maker with blackjack and hookers. That's, that's Bender. Yeah, okay, fine. I guess that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, it is a very easy one. So, you're not going to get a Wii U because it doesn't make a difference? It just seems crazy to buy a Wii U at this point just for Mario Maker. It would be. I may as well just wait until they get price slashed from the NX. Because inevitably, the NX is going to come out and the Wii U is going to crater. Because it's not backwards compatible, is it? Well, no one knows, but I don't think anyone thinks it will be. Can you tell me about your far superior Mario Maker? Oh, that I would make? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to go off the deep end to programming stuff again. I, we did talk a little bit about it before just, we start recording. You can just do the marketing spiel. How are we better? How are we better? Well, I was just thinking minimum viable product and stuff. Like, try and get it onto Steam. Use the Steam Community Workshop to share the levels and stuff. I mean, you should also... Things that are missing from Mario Maker, being able to chain levels together, you should be able to make your own world. Like you should be able to, you should be able to make a series of levels, either your own levels or pick other people's levels and make like a level pack. Like these levels go together. So rather than just having the hundred Mario challenge of good luck, here's a load of bullshit. It should be here's a load of puzzle levels, here's a load of brutal Kaizo levels. These levels thematically go together. You can have level makers that you follow you should be able to have level curators that you follow who will find good levels for you and put them together you should be able to share levels more easily so well the course id thing is better than nothing but i think it's not so bad now because they show the course id all the time but it used to be really hard to show the course id you had to deliberately go and click a button to pop it up it should always show the course id if, if people are streaming your game they should be able to easily find the level and go oh yeah i want to play that level maybe like put a qr code in the bottom right so if anyone's watching the stream they can quickly take a screenshot and load the level into the game i don't know all sorts of stuff you should make it really easy to share levels you should make it really easy to play levels other people are playing and then when it comes to the designing levels too well that's when i was getting more technical i was saying or you need to make sure that the level can be completed by everyone so the level has to run really consistently and then I was getting into all the weird technical challenges of that, which I think I won't get into on the podcast. I think it's going to go right over everyone's head. But the thing that I thought would be really cool is the most annoying thing I see from watching people stream or, or playing Kaizo levels particularly is you die. We don't want to give this one away, though, do you? Oh, this is going to be... Don't give it away. I don't... Don't give it away. Okay, fine. I won't give it away. Don't give it away. Because that's going to be the secret source. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the... That's going to be the... Michael Maker, I don't know. <laughs> what Michael? I think I, I put I did put this on our Trello board. I called it Mario Maker Maker. <laughs> you know, this, this is my new side project. I'm not sure I'll actually do it because this is a lot of work. It's one of those things where it sounds so easy, and when you think about it, then you realise actually this is a lot of work. Because also, have you heard of the? I think it's called the Dunning Kruger effect, where people who are bad at something think they're really awesome because they don't realise how much there is they don't know. It's like when I was a fresh grad, and then I thought I was awesome at coding, and it's just because I didn't realise how much there was I didn't know and how much shit I was just not doing. 
And then now I look back and I realise, oh, okay, I thought I was great, but actually, no. But even today... What? Are you saying I'm still shit? <laughs> no, you're, you, because you know more, you're second-guessing yourself more as well. Yeah, you, that's the thing. You find it's like, oh, actually, how good am I now? I don't know. Because you're more aware of the things you don't know. And when it came to coding stuff in Unity, I thought, oh, it's fine. I'm like a rockstar dev now. I can write this programming lock. How hard can it be? But then I was watching a load of tutorials about shaders and stuff. And I realized I have no idea how any of this works. And all the animation engine and all these things is like, hmm, okay. There's loads of very specific stuff about these game engines that I don't know that I would have to learn if I was actually going to try and make anything really good. But I should do because being a programmer, I think if I want something to look good, I'm either going to have to hire an artist or shaders, 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 like everything, shaders everywhere. That's the other way to make things look good. Probably a bit of both actually is going to be needed. When should we expect the... Um... Mario Maker Maker. Yeah. I don't know, 2017 <laughs> for for my MVP. Yeah, I'll I'll put it out in alpha. I don't know. Holiday 2017. Holiday 2017. It's funny. I'll buy you some time. <laughs> it's it's really funny. I don't know how hard these things are really to do. I don't know how many other people are trying to make stuff like this all the time. Like it's like that Call of Booty level on Mario Maker. Only eleven people finished it. Is it really that hard? I, I think if I kept playing it, I would have finished. If I owned Mario Maker, I would finish that level. It might take me a long time, but I would eventually finish that level. But and yet, out of the, all these tens of thousands of people who attempted it, only 11 people actually finished it. Are there really only 11 people in the world who would finish that level? The others will f- eventually finish it as well. I don't think so. You go with that thinking. I don't think so, because that's why I'm thinking, this just seems like such a no-brainer. Why is, why is no one else making this? Maybe there are only 11 people who want to make this game in the world and they've already made it and it's Mario Maker. I don't know. Well, the other people found it too hard. They didn't enjoy it, which is, no, like me, the the, the rest of the, the people. Okay, they don't enjoy crushing their enemies. We said this before as well. This is like my character flaw. I enjoy heroically doing things where other people are fucked up or something. It's like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to rescue this. Yeah, don't worry. I'll make a good Mario Maker. Well, I'll make a better Mario Maker. So you're comfortable with all the short-term pain and even medium-term pain for the long-term Well, I don't know. I don't know. I might just flame out again or, you know, reach some rage singularity. <laughs> Who knows? I don't, I don't want to be there to observe that singularity. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're outside the event horizon, you're okay. I think you were perilously close the other day. You, it, it got a bit dangerous. It all got a bit too real. But then, you know, it, by seven, which was the new meeting up time, I was still a bit pissed off. But I think eventually it was all fine. Yeah, it was fine. Eventually it was all fine. I think it just degenerated back into everyone uh, shitting on my place of work. Actually, it was fine in the end. In the end, everyone thing was like, ah, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah. Everyone just loves a good whinge. I do love complaining. I don't know what I'd do if I didn't complain. What did you do before? What did I do before? Well, the last place I worked where I was actually really liked it, that's when I made my iPhone game because I had like enough mental capacity to be like, yeah, full of enthusiasm and, and zest for life. But even then you're working till 11. Yeah, but I wasn't like furiously pissed off at everything. I had like more mental energy. When were you building it? Uh, that would have been, what, 2010? I mean, when in the week were you building it? Oh, I just did it on evenings and weekends. 
yeah. I don't have, I don't, but you see, the thing is like, I don't have any other life. I mean, you're married and I have like a lot of YouTube videos that I'll catch up on. So to attend to, it's just what you choose to do with your life, I guess. I think obviously this is quite atypical, but I don't know. For some reason, I quite enjoy it. The YouTube videos or the programming? Bit of both. I think that's, I think that's the thing. Is this just being like some sort of uber nerd? I don't know. The things that I enjoy in life are not what most other people enjoy. YouTube and programming here. This we clear here. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than what? Like extreme porn. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to get at? I'm just trying to make sure whether you're going for, for just YouTube here. Because I quite like programming. Yeah. I'm okay to do it in my own time. Yeah, I know. Well, I, yeah, I do also enjoy it. Yeah. The previous company as well, where I, I left and I said I was getting a bit bored, but I wrote like a Minecraft clone. I d- it didn't get very far, but I got as far as writing all the terrain generation and the meshing for it. Did I ever show you that? No. Oh, well, I wrote a terrain generator for a Minecraft clone, but in I Unity. Got, in Unity. But I got hung up on, well, getting into some vague amount of detail. If you've ever played Minecraft, which you haven't. Yes, I have. Okay. Do you know the world has a maximum height? Yes. And I always thought, oh, it's a shame the world has a maximum height and depth. Wouldn't it be great if it was infinite in all directions? And I knew a little bit about how the Minecraft code worked. And I knew that it was due to the way their terrain generation worked. So I thought, okay, it's fine. I can just program around that. And I made a terrain generation algorithm that would work infinitely in all directions. But then I started thinking about how the lighting would work. And then I kind of got stuck. And I think this is why they don't do this in Minecraft, because it makes the lighting calculations really complicated. Well, basically unsolvable. Is there any benefit to have an unlimited height, though? What would you put up? Well, it's not unlimited height more than unlimited depth that I thought would be really interesting. Just being able to dig down, because you get to the bottom of the world really quickly in Minecraft. And I thought it would be really fun to have like a realistic depth to the world as well. Just like more and more layers of rock and caverns and increasing heat. And I thought it would be a really interesting mechanic. In Minecraft, you very quickly top out because you'll get like a diamond pickaxe. And then it's like, oh, that's it. And if you had like harder and harder kinds of rock and you used to make more and more elaborate like digging machines to go down and more valuable minerals, I just thought it'd be really fun. Does that have to be infinitely large or infinitely deep? Because it be very, very fucking deep. Yeah, so maybe that's the solution. I mean, maybe that's the solution. Because especially you don't really want to go infinitely high because you kind of want to switch into some kind of space engine when you get high enough. Yeah. So anyway, I think other people are solving these problems now. If you look at, well, Star Citizen was probably the best funded, but there's a whole lot of other ones like that Imperial Galactic Survival. I mean, No Man's Sky is obviously doing it too to some level, but you've only got very limited ability to deform the terrain. Again, it's an idea whose time has come. People are doing it. May not be me, but probably better funded teams rather than single people. You could join a better funded team. <laughs> I suppose I could. Just trying to open up your eyes and dream a little bit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. My mind is full of regrets. My mind is full of regrets. I'm old. Only because your regrets are replacing your dreams. <laughs> It's not that bad, actually. I do love to ham it up. It's obviously not that bad. Are you still able to turn up to a podcast every day? Every... (laughs) Dangerous. Dangerous territory thing. Nah, it's all fine. It's all fun and games. I think you're the one who's got more time pressure than me. I'm like, whatever. My main problem is that I should probably spend less time watching people fail at Kaiser levels on YouTube, even if it is so funny that it makes me laugh out loud. Oh, then it's worth doing. It's worth watching then. (laughs) <laughs> the more you, you laughing out loud is it takes you further away from fucking anger 
issues. This is a weird episode. I feel like I'm giving up. I'm giving too much away now. This is a podcast, not my psychotherapist. I don't have a psychotherapist, to be clear. Seriously, people could connect with you on this level. Like you said, who wants to be friends with someone who doesn't share anything? On that note. On that note. We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. You can find us on Twitter. At Lost Levels Club. And email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club. That's it then. Okay. But I do want to say one more thing. What? I have uh, kindly lent you Harry Potter. Oh, yes. So you should be kind to me for maybe the next two weeks. Yeah, until I finish reading Harry Potter book eight. Yeah. And you ha- you take issue with me not having read the first seven. Yeah, we, we you know, I was saying for the book club game, maybe we should just make it the book club thing. Maybe next time we should make you read Harry Potter. Or maybe I should make you watch like Stranger Things or Black Mirror. Oh, we can talk about Stranger Things anyway. I've watched the pilot. We can talk about it in the next week. Okay. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, watch Stranger Things, the pilot episode. Let's talk about that too. There you go. More homework. That's it. That's it. We're done. We're done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.